Yo, Kev, what do you think of that one? Pretty, pretty, pretty catchy. Pretty catchy. I've been singing it for like three days. Yeah, it's pretty great. I'm not going to lie. But uh, so Brian was going to share that with me, but I actually shared it with him. So, (laughs) yeah, I was going to share that with Carl as our cold open just to have it be a little fun. But then we thought, bring in our Korean friend, Kevin. How the turntables. Do you know who Hwang Hee Chan is? I have no idea who he is. Exactly. <laughs> and that's but why we brought him I hope him he on. does great. I hope he has a good season. And, he's been um, he's been going on a tear for Wolves. You should really check him out. Because you like you like oh. Sun. You like Sun, so check out another he's, Korean yeah, player. Yeah. He's currently yeah, tied yeah. for sixth in goals, uh, with four goals. And he's played less games than a lot of other people who have four goals. Yes. That's insane. Yeah, he's very impressive this season. Wow. Yeah. He, he's, been, he's been an animal and he's been a revelation for Wolves. So it's been awesome. It's been awesome. Fantastic. Dang. And we also call Kevin Kimchi uh, as an inside joke. He's Korean. He's only on loan for a season. <laughs> we think he's fucking brilliant. He's Kevin Yee. Hey yo, welcome back to the High Kicks Podcast. What's going on? Carl? Finger how you guns. Doing? Finger guns. Why? Um Why? also so sorry sorry to be so off topic because that that was just very scattered. But uh we're also just garbage at predictions because what the fuck happened last week? I don't know. I mean I I named like our episode a couple weeks ago what just happened, but what just happened again because Yeah. I, I I spent the whole weekend basically like in the hospital because I have this like chronic stomach issue thing that's just kind of whatever. But I'm watching these games on my phone or on the hospital screen and I'm like, Newcastle drew Brighton? What? And then I'm like, Chelsea yep. drew Burnley? And then I'm like, Norwich won again? Yeah, so we were in complete. Southampton shock. beat Villa? We were in complete. West Ham beat shock. Liverpool. Um, if you want to know, oh, did we get any points this week? I got one, and you did got I get it? two Let's because go. you you chose you chose Man Shitty over Man U, which I had to be a supporter there. You know, like if, if it was Liverpool, Man U. You have to choose Liverpool. Like well, I had to choose I, I did, Man U. I, did you just say yeah, Liverpool? I, I, Man U? I did choose Liverpool, and it was five I, I know, nil. I know, I know, I know, I, I, I know. But in that situation, I also had to choose Man U. So, like that, that's what I'm saying, and it, it still sucks to this day. But like, yeah, like we know who's gonna win. But I have to be a supporter. Also, like, so I mentioned that Norwich what? won a match. Yeah, they, I feel like they I fired their manager. Yeah. You win your first match of the Premier League season, and then you fire your manager of four years? <laughs> Bro, we, we aren't saying, like, management, like, is smart. Also, <laughs> we're, we're also saying, now they're apparently talking to Frank Lampard? What? Yeah, I actually saw that, and that's massive for them. 
So you want to start like running. You want to start running this down in some kind of order instead of yeah, just let, talking let, like out of nowhere. Let, let's start with uh, the first upset of the weekend because besides like anything, like all of them were upsets essentially. Um, Southampton beat Villa one 0 and they scored in the third minute and were able to hold off Villa the entire game. Villa fired their manager as well. Deservedly so. Yes, very deservedly so. The um, way that he has been on such a downward decline since yep. last season, I, I since, don't understand. Since, I mean, it, it's hard to retool your squad when you lose a player like Jack Relish. Exactly. Uh, but they retooled pretty well, and they did not. They did not do enough. For for what they got, they should be yes. a lot better than what they currently. They should doing. not. They should not be getting out possessed by Southampton. No, Buendia should be able to literally look the same way as Emil Smith Rowe right now. No. Um. No. Buen- you, you, Carl, Carl, Carl. You can't say that about an academy product versus a somebody who just transferred into a new side. You can't. I, Emil right, Smith Rowe has built-in chemistry fair, from being fair. an academy product. That, that so is true. So it's just actually. it's just not a fair comparison. Yeah, but I, I, I've been expecting a lot more from Buendia. He's just been sort yes. of disappointing in the new system. Uh, Bailey hasn't been him. given – Yeah, he Bailey hasn't been given enough time. Nope. Uh, he got nope. one of his first starts, but, like, sorry, you got whooped. And then even though Watkins is back, they're still having scoring issues. So I don't know what – like, it, it. it's not talent because they have plenty of it. Yep. Um. It's it, it was it, it was tactics, management. tactics, so, managerial play, all that stuff. Dean Smith, you're you were great, but it seems like it was time to go. Exactly, and I, not to take away anything from Southampton, but I think this was more of a just blunder on Villa's half. I would agree with that. I would agree with yeah. that. This game specifically, like other games this weekend, completely different. This one was a blunder on Villa's half because they gave up an early goal. I'm not saying like the goal wasn't deserved, but it it was just you you can't create anything out of fucking yep. 14 shots on 14 shots. You only get three on target. Unacceptable. Like you you got the talent and uh Moving on, um, the this was not unexpected, but uh, the Manchester Derby man shitty won. Um, they won two nil. Uh, very not apparently. Unexpected. Apparently, okay, Gundogan said that he had a lot of fun in this match and that they could have scored more goals, and he's not sure why they didn't. Yeah, they could have definitely scored more goals, but man, you got dominated. That's pretty much it, man. You are trash i need ole sacked already but so speaking of that he was told by woodward to prepare for uh their next match after the international break against watford it does not look like he's going to be sacked currently paul pogba's out for two months and they started playing Jaden sancho at right wing back according to the athletic carl thoughts I'm going to take Carl Silence that he's slamming his head against a wall right now because of the utter stupidity of that statement. I wish I could break things. I, I wish, like, I just had, like, a destruction room because... So do you, do you think there's any positive of this, though? 
No. I do uh, maybe no. Like I do. I think there could be some form of positive with a three five two with Shaw, Lindelof, um, I, I, I agree with the formation change. The formation change may have some improvement behind it, and I may enjoy the play a lot more, but I don't think tactically it's gonna change enough. I think it's still gonna be hey, Ronaldo's like the go to player. Uh Bruno, sorry, but you're gonna have to play a backseat role to Ronaldo again. Um, and then just keep on doing it that way. And then they just aren't going to play as a team most of the time. And it's it, it's mostly lack of proper managerial status in this case because they have the talent. Like, they don't really have they the have more. They have more than with, enough talent. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they don't have midfielders, but... I mean, they, they, so, they still so, have so, midfielders. Would you would you consider Bruno Fernandez a midfielder? Yeah, but I'm. Would you not on, would you consider fans. would you consider Paul Pogba a midfielder? Yeah, but he's hurt for two months. I know, but you're really you're missing one on a healthy squad. You're missing one defensive midfielder. I know, but but the main thing is we never had that second defensive midfielder, which I've talked about week in and week out. Like, well, because we you buy Donny Van De Beek and put him on the bench, and then you buy Jaden Sancho and you put him at right wing back exactly. instead of buying the position that you need. Exactly. So we're just crackheads. And literally, we 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 buy Sancho in in a way to be like, okay, Sancho is going to be our like right solution wing. for the future. Our, our right wing. And he Greenwood's then, playing right wing. And then we buy fucking Ronaldo. This so all has to I, stem back to when we bought Ronaldo. It was not a necessary purchase. At I the don't time. think I don't think it was a good purchase. And I kind of think looking back now, it's part of why the side is not playing well. I talked about it I last agree. week. I talked about it last week with like how Ronaldo messed up probably Solskjaer's plans. Yeah. Like Solskjaer is not a manager that can adapt like that. And he can't you know? adapt to such a dominant force. Yes. But like, it, it's a lot different if like, okay, they, they got another player. Let's say they got Holland. Like even Holland is less of a figure than fucking Ronaldo. Holland is, I would say on the pitch right now as much of a force, but he's on not the pitch. On but the he's pitch. not as much of a figure, you're right. Like I read an article the other day that Ronaldo is shell shocked at the lack of standards now at Manchester United since he left the club yeah. the first time. Like you're never gonna see that from a player like Holland. No. So I think that's fair. I think that's you're fair. never going to see like that also Holland isn't going to become the most popular man on Instagram. He isn't going to become like, no, no. like he, he may become one of the best footballers to ever touch the pitch. Cristiano Ronaldo I, has more followers than the premier league. Exactly. He has, he has more followers than anyone in the world. Actually. Um, no, 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 no. I mean, he has more followers than all of the premier league clubs combined. Oh, I didn't even know that. But like, he has more followers than like Messi, Neymar, and uh, the next highest footballer combined. I don't know about that. Messi's uh, in, would, Messi's Messi's at like two seventy something. Neymar's at like one twenty something. Was at six forty five. I'm just talking about Instagram. Yeah, I'm talking about Instagram too. Ronaldo's at six forty five. He's at six hundred and forty five million now. 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure I checked out the other day. Or oh. no, he's at 365. What? Where did I? I guess it's all followers. Then. Yeah. He's yeah. at 645. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, but still, like the fact that he has 375 on Instagram alone, like this man is the. Can we get some of those? Yeah, exactly. Um, But. Ronaldo, you want to share? Uh, uh, away from like his popularity, the fact that he's just such a figure takes away so much from the team like you have to be in ronaldo's shadow you have it's to- also stunting greenwood's development at striker i thought it exactly. would help i thought it would help him because of the training sense but he's not getting the chances to play striker in game now and he's not even getting the chances and on top of that did you see what southgate said like the other week what do you say i didn't he said that if Mason Greenwood doesn't start to put it together at the club level, there might not be an England career. I completely agree with you there. He's still young enough where, like, I think that's I disagree a with you. I disagree. That sentence should never come out of Gareth Southgate's mouth. There's nothing to agree I, upon there. Are you out of your fucking mind? I agree. Like, bro, like, he doesn't get, like, enough playing time. In a, like, of course, like, he, he's being outrageous right now. Yes, okay, like, okay, but but in the same, like, set of news, he said Callum Hudson-Odoi is getting looks for the fucking senior squad. Yeah, it's, like, like I don't know. He, he does that a lot, though. He says out really outrageous things in order to try to get certain players to play a certain way. That's fair. I just think he's an idiot. Yeah, but he, he he does it to try to get the best out of players. Sometimes it just isn't that way. Sometimes it comes off as blasphemous and idiotic and stupid like that one. Yeah, exactly. Like, he does speaking have of, very idiotic of, statements, but he means the best. So speaking of idiotic and stupid, if you started a season with 10 straight matches without a win, and then you won a match... Would you fire your manager? Um, I yeah. Or would you have already fired his your manager? I would have already fired and then just been looking at this. Exactly. Um, Like I don't. I understand fire Norwich City firing their manager in this season, but I don't understand firing him after the first win. After the first win, and then, like, now you're suddenly in talks with, um... Lampard? Lampard. Like, come on. Like, I don't think that's a proper way to go about business, in this sense. Like, I mean, that's that's kind of how footy goes it, about business. I mean, I mean... It is. Think about it. Spurs Spurs were already linked to Conte before they sacked Nuno. Like, that's, yeah, just, so- that's just the way footy works. I'm just surprised that he wasn't like linked before like they sacked him. It was a complete afterthought. That's fair. Like they didn't really have anything in line and then suddenly they just happened to have him, which is like really good for them. But like what? Like why didn't you sack him eight games earlier? Yep. Or, or like three I, I want to say games. eight three games. Three matches yeah. earlier. Three matches earlier. Yeah, I would, I would, uh, maybe I, four. I, just because I would, I would think you know of... when they had two points after ten matches, I think that's sackable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But uh, definitely not when you actually beat Brentford, who's shown to be a pretty 
from Midwest side. Yeah, well, Brentford opponent in the prem. Brentford has been a lot different at home versus on the road. Well, exactly. They've been a lot. They've been a lot more of a force on the road. Which is bizarre, but I'm I'm actually really excited to watch every time. It's very similar to the way that Man U was. Yes. Somehow. Yeah. Also, like to continue the confusion. How did Burnley pull a draw at Stamford Bridge? Well, I, I still don't get how Norwich put two goals away. But let, let, let's move on. because Speaking of, So you know, you it, know how you said Villa? How do you manage three shots on target with 14 shots? Yeah. How does Chelsea manage four shots on target with 25 <laughs> shots? They had 70% possession, 25 shots, almost 400 more touches, almost 400 more passes, 12 more corners. Bro, how you have substantially less tackles and clears because you're attacking. The whole game. Exactly. Like, it, the stat's nuts. It's eight tackles to 17 because you have just... You have less offsides because Burnley's just trying to counter. I, the entire game, like from these stats, should show a score of like four nil, four nil. Um, seeing and a one one draw, very not impressive. Not impressive for Chelsea. Very impressive for Burnley. Exactly. Very Burnley. very impressive for Burnley. But. It's impressive, but it's the same impressive as like a Spurs win when they were pulling the counterattack wins out. You always get Spurs and Leicester confused with those counterattacks. No, I'm talking about when Spurs was doing the 1 0 wins, uh, when it was just uh, like the 1 0, 1 0, 1 0, 1 0. And then oh, we're okay. like, okay. Uh, this fair. is going to end real quick. <laughs> That's fair. Is it? It was always just sus one nil wins, and it's like okay, like you won, but did you like in whose book? <laughs> like, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. You got any Chelsea players you want to talk about? Lack of Lukaku really showed, despite having twenty five shots on target. Um, surprised that Mount wasn't in the starting lineup. I'm not surprised that Mount was in the starting lineup, considering that it was Burnley. Like, sometimes you just need to rotate players. And they have enough players that, like, you can rotate right. every once so in a while. I, I, I pro- in my opinion, I probably would have started... Because they started Jorginho and Conte. I probably would have not started, started Jorginho and then put Mount and Conte in the midfield. And then up top, I would throw... I would have just Pulisic, put in. I would have just. I would have just put in Mount man. for Barkley. Oh, uh, that's fair enough too. Yeah. I would have just left it the way it is and put in Mount for Barkley. No, nah, I would have like tried to change it up. Like a I don't want. I don't want Mason Mount sitting too deep where Jorginho is, and their formation is too good to mess with. That I would just simply switch um, Ross Barkley because Ross Barkley was playing in Mount's position. Yeah, I know. It's just that um, they have a dominant enough defense where 
if like in a game like this they can have more attacking options that's fair that's like fair. city used to pull tactics like that i just i just lot. don't think that's tuckle's style i don't think so either but like i i like to see that i i would have liked to see that because putting a bunch of goals is always fun to watch understandable um, understandable but, i don't really i don't really try to question like the top managers in the world I do, yeah, question, exactly. I do question Ole, like, all the time because he's not. Yeah, but Tuchel has proven um, on Chelsea and PSG that he also, is. Also, back to Ole real quick. Why does he smile when you guys lose? Shut the fuck up. He has that stupid-ass grin. Why does he not smile when you win? He has a stupid-ass grin. It's Arsene Wenger. <laughs> it's just Arsene Master Wenger mind. in disguise. <laughs> Mastermind this bringing in, United to the ground. <laughs> this, this entire time, Arsene Wenger actually just uh, got like facial construction surgery and just has been uh, Manchester United's manager. Intentionally bringing them into the ground. Exactly. Um, even like bringing in Saul, like we haven't seen much of him. There, there, nope. There's a lot of stuff that Chelsea could have done in this game just to change it up and really bring on more of an attacking prowess. And they just... Like, they did have 25 shots, so I guess they didn't really feel like they needed more of an attacking prowess, but the 1-1 scoreline sort of shows that maybe they should have tried a little bit of something. That's fair. That's fair. I I feel like we can kind of glance over Palace Wolves because um, Huang Hee-chan didn't really do anything. Yeah, that's the main thing. He didn't um, do anything, and neither did Jimenez. Although, I do want to just briefly mention Connor Gallagher again. Because he's fantastic. Yeah, he's quality. Speaking of attacking options for Chelsea, because he'll be there one day. Yeah, but also Zaha scoring. Just love when Zaha scores. It's always in a brilliant way. Zaha's a beast. He's always able to break people down in a crazy way. Zaha takes ankles. Exactly. And they had a very dominant performance against Wolves. So I will yes, give they, them that, that. that they did. That they did. So, despite us saying, oh yeah, Jimenez and Hechan didn't have a great day, like, it's it's not similar to, like, Villa flunking. Like, no, Palace had a great day against Wolves. Yep. So, yep. props yep. to Vieira, and let's keep it going to another fucking surprise, because why not? Stats would say, Brighton... Should have won this match. Yeah, but like every other game this week, it doesn't work that way. So it seems that stats just don't matter anymore. Yeah. Brighton drew against uh, Newcastle and Brighton got a also... red card on their keeper. What? Yeah. Their keeper what? has a red card. What? In, in the end of the game, you got a red card. For what? I, I was remember. in the hospital. I didn't see it. Yeah, I'm going to double check. Also, um, are you aware that Newcastle have a new manager? Who? Eddie Howe. What? Eddie Howe. He's pretty good. Yeah. Eddie Howe. Uh, is he their permanent manager? Or do you think it's going to be like a... They just a, appointed a, They sorry. just appointed him. Not as interim. Okay. Then very nice. Mm-hmm. He was I, at Bournemouth for an extended period of time. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the I, name sounded familiar. I was wondering from where. Yeah, he. I think he's a pretty good candidate to 
start. Obviously, he's not the long-term solution because they're going to want to have a top-tier, like, top-tier manager at some point. Yeah. That, but, that's the main thing, just because of how much money they're moving into that place. They need to actually probably but, move on yeah, pretty quickly. Like, Unai Emery said it wasn't a good evening in Newcastle, and he turned them down. Yeah. I don't know. I think Eddie Howe is going to be able to do some work with them. I I just kind of hope for Newcastle's sake that they get their shit together. And I hope for the championship's sake that Newcastle doesn't get relegated. Well, that's just not fair. If If Newcastle get relegated, they are going to run the championship like Juve ran Serie B when they got relegated for whatever that scandal was in like 2006. Yeah, it would actually be ridiculous. Um, but it would, they would just come back into the prem and get a little mm-hmm. bit of money for mm-hmm. doing it. A lot so. of it, Carl. A lot of it, Carl. The championship game of the championship, that sounds yeah. so weird to say, is the yeah. second most expensive, or the, it has the second biggest prize purse of any club match in the world. What's the first? Champions League. Yeah, I was about to say. And it it has the biggest payout or the second biggest payout because of how much money you need to get a crack in the prep. Yeah, actually make that improvement. Yep. So I that that's actually nuts. So yep. if Newcastle do that, it's just feeding more money into the club at this point. Did you you also got the did you get did you get Watford and Arsenal got game wrong? Did you pick that wrong? No, I chose uh, Arsenal. Oh, I thought you picked a draw. No, I, I picked Arsenal over Watford surprisingly because I hate Arsenal and I normally wouldn't have. But uh, back to the Brighton game, uh, the Sanchez foul was an outside of the box foul. He went out for a tackle and it was just not clean. Sorry, homie, you're going to get sent off for that. Would he have gotten scored on had he not gotten sent off? Yeah, yeah. Good call, good foul. He, he was. Like the other dude was fully around him at that point in time, Good and foul. then he ended up nicking his heel. Good foul. So yeah. If they if they drew, and he denied the goal and got red carded, good foul. Exactly. So it's like, kind of like when Luis Suarez caught that ball in the World Cup, and then the guy missed the PK. Yeah, exactly. Good handball. Didn't hand even ball. think about that. Yeah. Good handball. Good handball. That's the main right. thing. I want to move Forced on. The second chance. Because all of this talk over the last however many years of all these best young Englishmen, all this talk of Bakoyo Saka, Mason, Mason Mount deserves to be there. Yeah. All these other players. Emil Smith-Rowe is right with them. Yeah, I never thought I, I would have his name in there. I had no idea who this kid was like a year and a half ago. He's- I knew who he was. I didn't know why he was being played. No, 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 no. He started getting played about a year ago. We didn't know who he was a year and a half ago, Carl. Oh, yeah. A year no, and no, a half I... ago was Project Restart and Lockdown. Oh, no, no. I, I meant when, like, we started playing again, like, watching yeah. him for yeah. Arsenal. Um, When I first was watching him, I was not seeing any, like, I saw glimpses of, like, things that I wanted to see from Odegaard more than I wanted to see from him. He's the and best young player on this side right now. 
you would give it to him over Sakurai right now. Right, right now, yes. In current in current form, yeah. I'm not even but... talking current form. Right now, he's the best youngster that Arsenal has. Damn. Personally, the way he commands the midfield, the way he scores goals, the way he sets other people up, the way that he is all over the pitch, I think he's more impactful than Saka. Saka also drops back a lot, though, which I've seen impact his impact like the play a lot so i really like his like Sokka's full back and forth nature to his play he's a very high high pressure kind of guy um, they they also play on opposite sides of each other exactly but, but i just think so bokoyo Sokka's emergence happened a while ago and arsenal was still struggling Emil Smith Rowe's emergence has happened over the last like month and a half, like from this kid could be good to this kid might be special. Okay, okay. Hold let, on, let, hold on, let me, hold on. Okay. Let me finish. And they've gone from twentieth to fifth. Okay. He's also has more in goal involvements, and he contributes more than Bukayo Saka does in terms of that skill. In terms of skillfulness, and in terms of. All the other stuff, I'll say Saka's probably better. But okay. in in terms of on-field impact right now, it's Emil Smith-Rowe. Current on-field impact, yeah. But yeah. what I'm saying is that if Saka wasn't on the other side, I wouldn't be seeing this success. I disagree with you. I right. think they're both capable within their own right of being as successful as they are without the other one on the other side. See, I disagree there. I, I fully think that for them to both arrive entirely, yeah, they both need to be there because Lacazette and Aubameyang can only do so much at their current age. Like they're, they're still great and yep, lethal. That's fair. Um, but now, that's we, my opinion and your we opinion. Can, we can agree to disagree there. We actually don't exactly. disagree very much, which is kind of shocking because all we fucking do when we don't record is bitch at each other over everything else. Yeah, exactly. But I, I just think... I think by season's end, one of us is going to be See, right. Season's end will definitely dictate whether... I, think, I like, think by season's end, one of us is going to be correct. Yeah, because if Sokka gets hurt or something and we don't see Ro, like yeah. putting up numbers or vice versa, something of that sort. Yeah. like We'll, we'll see. Yes. But moving into another... I wouldn't say it's entirely uneventful. Um, but Spurs drew... Under their first match with Conte, um, yep. Yep. against Everton, uh, there's yeah. not much. There's not much to go here. I mean, I can't really analyze Spurs too much because they brought Conte in and he had like a week. Yeah. So, also, if you look at the game stats, like they had no shots it, on target. Yeah. Like th- this was new manager, very- same Spurs. This was a very Spurs game, but um, possession-wise, they were a little better than what we typically see. That's fair. Typically, I, they're on the de- defensive end a little bit more. I so. think this is going to be weird, but I actually think he can turn them around. 
I think with the talent that he has at his disposal, exactly. he is very capable of turning them around. If yep. he starts to move them into the direction of the Chelsea's of the, if Manchester United starts making that shift of the Man City's, um, you you notice how I slipped in Manchester United there? Yeah, hopefully. But uh, we need to sack fucking Ole first. You should not have slipped in United there, but I I, I appreciate the effort. Yeah, exactly. We need to sack someone first. Uh, Ole. Um, 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 fuck Ole. And yeah, I'm done. You, you can. Yeah. All right, I'm cool. Pissed. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna move on to uh to Leeds and Leicester because. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this one also like I I would not have guessed a draw here. I didn't guess a draw here. I also would not have actually. I was gonna say I would not have guessed that Leeds out possessed and out everything Leicester, but that's like Leeds' style. Yeah, so. exactly. Also, speaking of Leicester, apparently Brendan Rodgers is the replacement that United would like for Solskjaer. I'd actually love that. I would hate that. Yeah, no shit, you would hate that because he's been one of the most consistent coaches in the Prem since the day he entered the Prem. Yep. I mean, I gotta say, he he started my turnaround. Yeah. Like, very much so. Yeah. Almost won Liverpool a title. When? By giving them Conte. Okay, not what I meant. Yeah, I know. That is that is Embramovich by buying Conte. Yeah, no. But uh they he he needed to get rid of Conte because they needed all the money because yep. they couldn't afford to re-sign him. So might as well get money for him. Yep. Um and then very similar with the Mara situation. I'm happy that they were able to stick with Vardy, and I'm happy that they were able to find Vardy successors. wasn't going to leave. Vardy wasn't going to leave, but I'm happy that they were able to keep Vardy no matter what um, yep. and, and still give is... him the appropriate amount of money that he and, deserved. And stay successful. I mean, exactly. relatively. Relatively. Yeah. But also, they... they were able to find some successors to some of their previous talents, such as... Um, like Conte is a mix of Ndidi and Tielmans. <laughs> yeah. And then if, if you look at the wingers, um, Mares is a mix of Barnes and I wouldn't say Lookman. Um, that's a little disrespectful to Mares. Um, Madison. So. <laughs> Yo, so so my mom, my parents were up here this weekend. Just quick little detour off of footy. And my mom yeah. was like, do you know that James Madison is moving to the FCS? Like. Or the, moving from the FCS to the FBS, like, and I was like, the football player, the James Madison, and she was like, no, the college. Oh, I was literally just thinking about the player <laughs> the entire time. I was like, and she was, she was like, I didn't even think about the player. I was like, I didn't even think about the college. Yeah, that that college was very gone out of the back of my mind. Um, but yeah, James Madison and um, and Barnes are probably equivalent to no, no, it's not. It's not. No, even it's close not. Either. It's not. It's not even close. It's not All even right. close. Let me in, let me stop Didi, with the stupid comparisons. Indeed, Tielemans was actually pretty good. But, exactly, but then but I tried for the you, you tried for Mares, and, and it just does not. It just does not. It does not yeah. work. 
it does not work. No. This was a really close game, though, so I give props to both teams, but I do believe Leicester should have been able to pull it out. I would agree. Just because. I would agree. I also do need to point out that James Madison is not having the same kind of season that I would have... That I, ugh, wow. That anyone expected? Yeah, I completely yeah. agree with you there. Like, bro, yeah. he's just not putting up the same numbers. I think it's completely... It's the defensive prowess that is just missing with the lack of Fafana and the lack of like having a solid back line. It's crazy to see the effect. They are going through really seeing it. They are going through the same thing we went through last year, just at a different scale. Exactly. To like even a worse degree. Because they don't have any replacements Mm -hmm. for Fafana. Like we lost Van Dyke and were able to pull out fourth. Exactly. They lo- they're losing Fafana, and they're probably going to finish mid-table. Exactly. Like, the main thing about you guys is that you were able to bring Fabinho back. We haven't seen them try to do that with Ndidi. Nope. We haven't seen them. Well, because they don't like, have the midfielder to replace him there. Exactly. They, they don't have the same depth that Liverpool had in order to be able to yeah. And Liverpool didn't even have enough depth. Exactly. Liverpool still struggled at a lot of times in the in that situation so this is raising Fafana's value though yeah drastically I'm just really hoping that he comes back the same way that Van Dyke has come back because I I have loved watching his game he's just one of those young French talents where I'm like oh my god Kamavinga Fafana Upamakano Kanate yeah well the center backs are always super fun to watch they're sick yeah, I've noticed that Ibrahima Kanate has been getting some more playing time for Liverpool, and I like to see it. Well, I do not like to see it because we know what he can turn into. Carl, he's not going to turn into what we turned him into on FIFA. Well, no, he's not actually going to get like 99 in every stat, but like... He wasn't 99 in shooting. He was 99 in heading, though. Yeah, exactly. So it was just like we just lobbed it up to him. That Newcastle team that we built. Keep in mind, we built a Newcastle team two and a half years ago on FIFA 19. When this Newcastle takeover news first started. Yeah. Or was it FIFA 20? Uh, Pretty sure it was 20. Um, It was the start of junior year, so it was 20. Yeah. So we we decided to do that in news about the Newcastle takeover that got oh, shut well, about, down about, entirely. And then two years later, here we are. Exactly. So, With the Newcastle takeover. And we're going to move on from Leeds. We're going to move on right to me now. being sad now. Yeah, because I was sad already. Now, fuck you, Brian. You're sad, too. Why are you being a dickhead fool? I have the power of the soundboard. Bro, I will use I'm, it. I'm behind Arsenal. I'm playing Arsenal next week, and if I lose to Arsenal, I'm going to jump off of a fucking bridge head first onto a spiky rock. Because Arsenal will be ahead of you if they beat you. Oh my I'm god. I'm going to make sure I film it and do a flip with a twist <laughs> first, but I will jump off a bridge onto a spiky rock. <laughs> also, don't laugh at me. They're already three points ahead of you. <sighs> yeah. I don't like that. Honestly, I'm just really impressed with West Ham in this game. Yeah, let's move on from 
Arsenal being super impressive right now because fuck that. No, but like but, I'm very impressed with West Ham here, just straight yeah. up. Like, yeah. So, so the own goal, there was some foul calls. There was some whatever. I don't think it's a foul. Yeah. Keeper goes up for the ball. Keeper gets bumped. Ball bounces off keeper. Ball goes in goal. It's just a clusterfucky play. I don't think that's a foul. I was on uh, Instagram page and someone was like, oh, every Liverpool fan was thinking that's a foul. And I was like, I am a Liverpool supporter and a former keeper. That's not a foul. And the dude was like, wow, you're one in a million. I was like, I might be one in a million, but I still wanted the bad call. Obviously. Like, and, and at the, the end of the, the day, we're a supporter. The kid responded back, of course. Yeah. Trent Alexander-Arnold's free kick. Oh, my God. Banger. Banger. There's a reason why he got man of the match, even though they lost. <laughs> Banger. <laughs> I'm going to watch it again. Yeah, I'm actually going to pull that up just because of how disgusting it was. That shot was immaculate. Like that, yeah, that, it was that's one of those, under the bar. That's one of those shots that you like, you're, you're out on the field with your boys and like, it's been a long day of just like trying to hit some bangers and like you set a ball down and you're like last one we're gonna go home and then you hit that banger and all your friends just lose their shit that's what that that's what that was that 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 the quick step the the call of trent alexander oh my gosh like yeah it was just very comical it was stunning. Amazing free kick from Trent. He deserved player of the match. With My favorite that. thing about his free kicks, still, they're all finesse. Yeah. They're all placement and curl. He doesn't rope them. Yeah, there's no true like, power on it. It's not a like Ronaldo outside of the box, like nope. free kick where like you got to put like all the power in the world to actually score it. And or... I kind of think that maybe one day he'll be able to add power. I think he'll definitely progressively add power to it. Um, yeah. Because I don't we think saw he'll ever get be- to that like long free kick power, but yeah, exactly. more so in a sense where that free kick that he just took, isn't going to glide in. It's going to curl in. You know what I mean? Yeah, he, he may become a better free kick taker than um Prowse. Yeah. James Ward Prowse. He could. He's got he's got that kind of like and you're gonna call me crazy for saying this, but I'm not the one who's coining this. Lots of other people have said he's got this kind of inside of his right foot. But he's got a curl to his ball like Beckham. And I'm not the first person who has said that. He swings in because cross- because of his crossing. Yeah, he swings in his crosses the same way yeah. to a to a degree where I think he could get to about sixty five percent of what Beckham was on a free kick. Maybe sixty. Nah, that, see, like Beckham, like despite how great he really was, people still do overhype like what he was. Have fully you? Capable. Not on a free kick. I'm not overhyping anything on no, a free no, no, kick. No, no, no. 
But I'm like, talking. I'm talking about purely on the free kick ability. We don't need to go into anything else because I would agree with you. Part of his actual play gets overhyped because of his off the pitch celebrity. Exactly. But in um, terms of the, free kick, nothing. You're talking about distance free kick, right? I'm talking about he has distance free kicks. He has close free kicks that curl. Well, they Stop. curl, but like I, I would take a lot of players over him for a closer free kick. I guess. I guess I'm more than talking about I think Trent will be able to expand his range and get into that kind of realm. Yeah, exactly. Because like yeah. like there there's the the reason why I'm not like just like being a complete fanboy of Beckham right now because is because there's a lot of players I would take over him for that free kick in that position. Like I would take Messi there probably. Like in that position where Trent was, I would take Did Messi you just say over. Probably? Well, I would take Messi over. I would take Messi in that spot over anyone, but you just named like the greatest free kick taker potentially ever from that location. Okay, so then Messi's not even comparable. Uh, I would take. Um, no, that's blasphemous. Uh, Who are you gonna say? I was gonna say Bruno, but that's blasphemous by far. So like, just I'm not even saying that. Um, I wouldn't take Bruno over Trent there. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm trying to think. Like, it's genuinely hard to think of one. Probably because it's like 11.35 p.m., but... I'm also just trying to think of people who have the finesse shot. It's literally just the specific finesse from that spot. It's not... Because it's not about power from that spot. When when it starts to move out, like, you can start adding power and power. James Ward-Prowse. Exactly. James Ward-Prowse is one of the best examples just because of how clinical he is at that yep. position. Yep. Um, and, and the curl that he has on his shot, like, shit, Beckham, whatever. But, like, no, like, it, it's not like Beckham, of course, because Beckham had a completely different, like, it, it was out of this world when it came to free kicks in that mid-range. But when it was closer... Who took their close free kicks? I don't even remember. He he probably did end up taking his, the close free kicks. He but they scored also... a lot of really nice close free kicks too. Like I think you're forgetting how much finesse David Beckham could put on a shot without power. He had both. Well, no, he did, but because of course he he had like the free kick. Yes. Also, he has 56 career free. Wait, he has yeah. 56. Goals yeah. from free kicks? Yeah, Carl, shut the fuck up. I'm smoking crack. Carl, shut the fuck I'm up. I'm smoking crack. Carl, yeah, I would. So I would take Messi over him in that position, but probably not anyone else. Yeah, so you see what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. Well, well, I just pulled up, like, the Grease free kick for shits. Disgusting. So back to the West Ham. Um... Liverpool match because that was one hell of a tangent. Yeah. Liverpool outpossessed 70 to 30. Had like 400 more touches, 400 more passes and lost 3-2. So for me, this is the resilience of West Ham. This is taking a deep look at Declan Rice as that like holding midfielder 
because of how important yeah. a holding midfielder is in a game like this. But shout I would out, also shout out like, to Kurt Zuma, um, moving yeah, over Zuma from Chelsea amazing. and really just being a center back that this side really needs. Because Ogbonna is getting older. Yep. Like, that's the main thing. Ogbonna used to be a great center back within the Prem, but he's getting to the age where there are he's better still, options. He's still he's high still, quality. Exactly. Like, I'm not, just, I'm not taking anything away from his yeah. current quality, but I wouldn't pay, like, a high fee for him anymore. No. I also want to mention Antonio. Um, also, I just saw a couple David Beckham free kicks, and I don't know what I was saying. Um, yeah, this this is this is the the keep in mind for all of our listeners. This was the Manchester United fan having to be told by the Liverpool fan how good of a free kick taker <laughs> David Beckham was. Yeah, you think I watched during that time? <laughs> this is this is this is the self-proclaimed non-historian between the two of us telling the I'm one not who a knows historian. Yeah, but you know more about the history of this game than I do, bro. I know about like FIFA and. You, you, you know, Beckham's you know more FIFA? about. Yes, he's in FIFA 22. He has you a think legacy I card. Own FIFA 22. Fine, he's in FIFA 20. He has a legacy card. But, he literally like got into FIFA literally when I stopped playing FIFA. That's fair. Which is annoying because I would have used him before that. But uh, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I think that's where we're going to wrap it up for this week. Uh, we're going to be back next week. We're not going to take our usual international break break because we think there's going to be a good amount of news. So we'll be back next week. We're going to do our predictions. Uh, we're going to get a lot of games wrong. Remember, if Arsenal actually ends up beating Liverpool, I will jump off a bridge. Uh, and then always remember, he's Korean. He's only on loan for a season. We think he's fucking brilliant. He's Kevin Yee. Fuck, man, you. Yeah, Carl, you got a rough season ahead of you. Yeah, I'm crying. Rip. Ole's not going to get sacked for a long time either. He is not. I am very upset.